Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I'm your host, Matthew Cook, and this week, uh, in place of Carter, I am here with my brother, Mason Cook, who will be our guest scorekeeper today. So how are you, Mason? I'm doing great. I'm always happy to take time out of my busy schedule of playing video games to be on the podcast. Well, we appreciate you making such a big sacrifice for this very distinguished podcast. Well, this is week four of our Trivia Over Tea Tournament of Champions. It's our final quarterfinal match. And the winner of this week's match will go on to play Jasper in the semifinals. And so, without further ado, let's meet this week's contestants. First, we have Matthew. Hello, uh, back again. Hello, my name is Matthew. Um, originally from Houston, Texas. That's where I am right now, actually. I'm a grad student in music composition at the Catholic University of America, and I am thrilled to be back with my trusty Earl Grey iced tea ah. <laughs> <laughs> and to play once more. Well, thank you for being here, Matthew. And we also have Maya. Hi, guys. I'm Maya. I'm from Brooklyn. I am a graduate of Wesleyan University. I currently, I don't know what I do. I write a little bit. I'm a part-time sub at my high school. And I'm currently drinking, I actually regret this decision, but Chinese green tea, it's hot, is why I'm sad about this. But mm. um, we'll see. Well, thank you both for joining us today. As with our regular shows, we'll have four rounds of questions, each with a slightly different format. And so without further ado, Mason will explain the rules for round one. So round one is our first general knowledge round, consisting of five multiple choice questions for each player. Correct answers are worth 10 points each. Very good. Alrighty, Matthew, you are up first. Are you ready? I am indeed. Question one. In 2019, Rami Malek won the Academy Award for Best Actor for portraying what rock and roll singer? A, Bob Dylan, B, Freddie Mercury, or C, John Lennon? Freddie Mercury. Correct. It was in the biopic Bohemian Rhapsody, which also won uh, Best Film Editing, Sound Editing, and Sound Mixing, and was nominated for Best Picture. Question two. In late 2018, Major League Soccer announced a settlement that prevented what franchise from moving to Austin, Texas after a massive fan campaign pressured the league to block the move? A, the Columbus Crew, B, FC Dallas, or C, Real Salt Lake? Well, I this is very interesting because I'm not a huge soccer fan, but I am a Texan, so this is very clever how you created this question. Um, I do know Austin and Dallas don't love each other, so it could be, um, I'm going to go with FC Dallas. It was actually the Columbus Crew. Okay. And as part of the settlement, an expansion team was awarded to Austin, and this year is Austin FC's first season. Very cool. Yeah. So you can hop on over to Austin and go see a Major League Soccer game. <laughs> I, you know what? I sure will. <laughs> Question three. What Boeing aircraft is nicknamed the Queen of the Skies? A, the 737 MAX, B, the 747, or C, the 777? My first thought was the 747, so I'm going to go with that. That's correct. Question four. Tony Hawk was a regular participant at the X Games in the 90s and early 2000s, participating in what sport? A, skiing, B, skateboarding, or C, BMX? Skateboarding. Correct. He was the first skateboarder to land a 900 in 1999. And in 2009, he was invited by President Obama to the White House's Father's Day celebration, and he became the first person to skateboard with permission on the White House grounds. 
in the hallways of the old executive office building. Amazing. Yeah. Also, um, the star of a great video game. <laughs> did you play that video game, Mason? I I, I never did. <laughs> I was I never actually have played any of the of the various Tony Hawk games that have come out around. But I have I have listened to who quite a bit of the soundtrack hacks because there there were some real bangers on that soundtrack. I will <laughs> say. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> and finally, question five. The Gallop Infernal from Jock Offenbach's operetta, Orpheus in the Underworld, was adapted into what popular dance? A, the Foxtrot, B, the Can-Can, or C, the Charleston? Would that be the Can-Can? That's correct. Okay. Yes. It's during a party scene at the Banks of the Sticks in the Underworld. Jupiter, the king of the gods, wants a minuet, but the crowd finds that boring, and they play the Gallop Infernal instead, which was adopted into the Can-Can. All righty. Maya, are you ready for your five questions? Ready as I'll ever be. Question one. The characters in the Fox animated series, The Simpsons, famously live in what fictional town? A, Springfield, B, Metropolis, or C, Gotham City? A. That's correct. Metropolis is where Superman lives and Gotham City is where Batman lives. Question two. What capital city of Iran is also the most populous city in Western Asia? Huh. A, Tehran, B, Baghdad, or C, Mashhad? Don't know, but I'm going to go off of the thing that feels the most familiar to me, which is A, Tehran. That's correct. Has okay. a population of over 16 million people in the metro area. Question three. Which of these things is not from Amholt, Sweden? Okay. A, Ikea. B, Carl Linnaeus, or C, Ingmar Bergman? Okay, I don't even know the other two names. The third one sounds familiar. Um, oh, well, I do know Ikea. Um, I hope so. We went to Ikea together. We did go to Ikea together. That was an amazing trip. Um, I feel like Ikea... Can you... Where is the location that you asked? Is that from? Elmholt, Sweden. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. <sighs> I'm going to say A again, but I guess we'll see. No, it was actually C, Ingmar Bergman. Okay. Bergman was born in Uppsala, Sweden, and uh. he was a filmmaker. Carl Linnaeus was a scientist and is considered the f uh, father of modern taxonomy. Hmm. Question four. Even though Illinois is known as the land of Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln was actually born in what bluegrass state? A, Indiana, B, Kentucky, or C, Tennessee? I feel like bluegrass is Tennessee. Is that true? No. I'm going to say Tennessee. <laughs> okay. It's not Tennessee. It's actually Kentucky. Kentucky okay. is the bluegrass state. Uh, Lincoln was born near Hodgsonville, Kentucky, and the Lincoln family moved to Indiana in 1816, and Lincoln went to Illinois in 1830. Hmm. And finally, question five. It's like deja vu all over again was one of many notable statements by what highly quotable New York Yankees catcher? A, Roy Campanella, B, Johnny Bench, or C, Yogi Berra? B? No, it was C, it was C Yogi Berra. Uh, mm. they're, they're known as yogiisms. Uh, others include, it ain't over till it's over, when you come to a fork in the road, take it, and many others. Roy Campanella was uh, played for the Washington slash Baltimore elite giants in the Negro Leagues and then as a Brooklyn Dodger. And then Johnny Bench played for the Cincinnati Reds. Hmm. 
Alrighty, well that's the end of round one. Mm -hmm. So Mason, can you please give us a score update? So right now we have Matthew at 40 points and Maya at 20. It's time for our weekly audience question. And if you'll recall, last week we were asking about Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson won his first major championship in 2004. What tournament did he win? And that was the Masters. He went on to win the PGA Championship in 2009, the Masters again in 2006 and 2010, and the British Open in 2013. And of course, he won the PGA just a couple of weeks ago as well. He has never won the U.S. Open as of this recording, but has finished second or tied for second six times in the tournament. So I'm rooting for you, Phil. Hopefully this is the year. We're going to stay in the realm of sports because I like sports. June 2nd is Lou Gehrig Day in Major League Baseball, honoring one of the greatest first basemen of all time. Lou Gehrig played 2,130 consecutive games from 1925 to 1939. And so, on September 6, 1995, who broke Gehrig's record by playing in his 2,131st consecutive game? So have a think about that, send me your answer, and I'll announce the correct answer next week. And also, if you have an idea for an audience question or any other questions for this show, feel free to send them over to me, and they may be featured on a future episode. Alrighty, and now it is time for round two. So Mason, can you please tell us the rules? Alright, so round two two will consist of five questions directed to each player on the same topic. Correct answers are worth 20 points. If a player gets a question wrong, however, their opponent will have the chance to give the correct answer for 10 points. Hmm. And so for the topic for round two, you both are going to get the same topic. Here in the D.C. area and really many parts of the Mid-Atlantic around this time, we're getting inundated with brood 10 cicadas which come by once every 17 years. And they were last year, 17 years ago, in the spring of 2004. And so I thought, well, why don't we just have a big round about 2004 and the wonderful events that happened in that year. I was going to be year. all about cicadas. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I don't know enough about cicadas to have an entire round about that. Uh, but fortunately, I was alive in 2004, so although I don't remember all of these things happening, but I remember some of them. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Matthew, are you ready? Yes. Question one. On November 2nd, 2004, President George W. Bush was reelected to a second term after defeating what Democratic nominee, then a senator from Massachusetts? Is that John Kerry? That is John Kerry, yes. Ooh. Bush won the Electoral College 286 to 251. Question two. Super Bowl 38 held on February 1st, 2004, was overshadowed by whose infamous wardrobe malfunction during the halftime show? Ah, Janet Jackson. That's correct. She was performing with Justin Timberlake. In the Super Bowl, the New England Patriots beat the Carolina Panthers 32-29, which was Tom Brady's second Super Bowl victory. Question three. At the 76 Academy Awards on February 29th, 2004, the Best Picture Award was won by the third movie in what film franchise? The third Lord of the Rings movie? That's correct. The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, and it won 11 Academy Awards in total. Question four. On May 17th, 2004, what New England state 
became the first U.S. state to legalize same-sex marriage. You said New England? New England. I have a weird feeling it's Rhode Island? Not Rhode so, Island. Not Rhode Island? Okay. Not Rhode Island. Maya? Maine? No. Maine? Dance, danced around it. Massachusetts uh. was the answer. And finally, question five. What home decor, cooking, and gardening maven was sentenced to five months in prison in 2004 for insider trading? Martha Stewart? That's correct. Yes. She's been the publisher of Martha Stewart Living Magazine since 1990. All righty. Maya, are you ready for your five questions? Yes, but I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> Question one. The 2004 Summer Olympics were held in what Mediterranean capital city, the first time the city had hosted the Olympics since 1896? Mediterranean capital city. Hmm, I don't know. I'm thinking somewhere in Greece, but I actually don't even know where the capital of Greece is. Um, Can you name a city in Greece? <laughs> Santorini. <laughs> is that your answer? No, but that is a city in Greece. Right? <laughs> yeah. um, no, I can't. Okay, I'm going to say Santorini, but I know it's not it. That's not Santorini. Matthew? I think it's Athens. It is Athens, Mason. Uh, I want to so say fair. that I believe Santorini is in Italy, right? Is Santorini? Can you look that up, Mason? That's your job. Yeah, As scorekeeper, sure. that's your job. Go for it. Nope, it's the cyclic, one of the cyclic. So it is an island of Greece. Okay, so, well, you had that. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it was Athens. Uh, it's tradition at the Olympics that Greece, that Greece marches in first and the host nation last in the Parade of Nations. And so what they did in 2004 is the flag bearer from Greece went first and then mm. the rest of the team went last. Hmm. Question two. On May 13th, 2004, what sitcom, a five-time winner of the Primetime Emmy for Best Comedy Series, aired its 264th and final episode? Seinfeld? No. Matthew? That was going to be my answer, actually. Ooh. Um, uh -oh. But, uh, I mean, knowing you as I do, is that Frasier? <laughs> it's Frasier, yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I, was I was expecting somebody to say Friends, because That's what I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> but Friends' final episode was on May 6th, 2004. Okay. And it only won one Emmy for Outstanding Comedy Series. That was in 2002. Because Frasier's okay. The Superior Show, as we all know. And sure. I will, I sure. will die on that hill. I will mm -hmm. die on that hill. I know you will. <laughs> oh, trust me. We know you will. Question three. On June 2nd, 2004, who began his historic 74-game winning streak on Jeopardy? I have no idea. 74 game winning streak. This would be a contestant? Yeah. I don't know. I have no, I could not even guess. Like, okay. Who is it? Matthew? Was that Ken Jennings? Ken Jennings. Mm. He finally lost on November 30th, 2004. He won $2,522,700 over the course of his 75 appearances on Jeopardy that year. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Question four. Though not released on October 3rd, the year 2004 saw the premiere of what teen comedy film written by Tina Fey? Oh, Mean Girls. That's correct. And finally, question five. On September 21st, 2004, Green Day released what album, which later became the basis for the eponymous Broadway musical? Oh, um, it's literally on the tip of my tongue. Um, I don't know. What is it? 
Matthew, do you know? I don't want to be an American idiot. American idiot. That's oh, good. That's good. That's correct. All righty. That's the end of round two. So, Mason, can you please give us a score update? So, Matthew scored 120 points in that round, and Maya scored 20 points in that round, which brings their totals up to Matthew at 160 points and Maya at 40 points. Pitiful. <laughs> you still got time to come back. Round three. Mason, can you please tell us the rules for round three? I would love to. Round three is our second general knowledge round. There will be five questions for each player, and correct answers are now worth 30 points. Like in round two, if a player gets a question wrong, and their opponent will have a chance to give the correct answer for 15 points. Alrighty, Matthew, are you ready? Yes. Question one. A major interstate highway is defined as a one or two digit interstate highway that ends in zero or five. Okay. So what is the only major interstate highway that is located entirely within one state? Well, um, let's see. I'm take a guess and say the five. No. Maya, do you want to take a guess? Yeah, I take I like how you're laughing <laughs> preemptively. Yes. I'd like to take a guess. Um Matthew knows I can't drive. Um, I'm going to say you said it ends in a five or a zero. Is that what you said? Yep. One or two digits. One or two digits. The 15. No. I-45 is mm. the only one. And it really? Run, yep. It oh, runs, my gosh. <laughs> runs, runs from Dallas to Galveston, Texas. Question two. I didn't realize it stopped in Dallas. Wow. Yep. <laughs> Dang. Question two. Adopting a pseudonym to represent her hometown of Melbourne, Helen Porter Mitchell was known by what stage name during her operatic career? Melbourne. I'm not entirely sure I know any Australian opera singers to... Or wait, well, well, this will be wrong, but the closest I can get to an Australian opera singer is Kiri Takanawa. <laughs> well, she's Kiwi. She's from New Zealand. I know. That's the closest <laughs> I can get. So that's not right. Uh, <laughs> Maya, do you want to take a guess? Sure, I'll take a guess. Um, it'll be a, a made-up name, though. Um, Go for it. Mrs. I'm trying to think of something in Australia. Mrs. Uh, has, to do with, has, to do has to oh, do with Mel Melbourne. Oh, Melbourne, specifically. I don't know. Mrs. Victoria. <laughs> no. Monsdale. Her... her <laughs> No, her name was Nellie Melba. She was one of oh. the most famous singers in the late Victorian era, and she was the first Aussie to, ach to achieve international recognition as a classical singer. Hmm. And she, she spent her final years teaching at the Melbourne Conservatorium of Music and hmm. the concert hall there at the old conservatory building on Royal Parade is named Melba Hall. And her family, oh. her family knew the family of one Percy Granger, who was also from Melbourne around hmm. the same time. And she's currently featured on Australia's $100 note. Hmm. There you go. Oh. Another famous Australian opera singer is Joan Sutherland. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's Australian. I didn't know she's that. She's Australian. Yeah. Question three. The Erie Canal, completed in 1825, runs the length of the state of New York from the Niagara River in Buffalo to the Hudson River in what city? Uh, the New York City? No. Maya? Hudson River in what city? I was going to say New York City, too. Um, the Hudson in Albany? Albany, correct. Mm. Oh, fun. 
It was the first transportation system in the U.S. to connect the East Coast with the Western interior that did not require portage, and it helped New York grow politically and economically with respect to other states at that time. Question four. A 1788 German game anthology contains the first mention of what single-player card game? Huh. Solitaire? Correct. Mm. And finally, question five. Even though it has benefits as an herbal remedy, what kind of tea has been thought to actually make some ragweed allergies worse? Oh, no. Um, that'd be um, green tea? No. Maya? It wouldn't be black tea. I feel like I had no, I don't hear about black tea's herbal herbal benefits other than keeping you awake. Um, is it something super specific? It's like a... It is specific, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, I'm like now running out of teas. Um, Earl Grey? That's a lot. That's a kind of black tea. No, it's chamomile tea. Oh. Mm. According that's to... That's answer. Yeah. <laughs> According to the Farmer's Almanac, it has proteins similar to those in ragweed and therefore may cause a reaction in hmm. somebody who has the, that allergy. All righty, Maya, are you ready for your five questions? Yes. Question one. Interstate 78 crosses the Hudson River from New Jersey to Lower Manhattan in what tunnel named for its chief engineer? The Holland Tunnel? Correct. Clifford Milburn Holland oversaw the construction of numerous tunnels in New York City and he died suddenly 16 days before the Holland Tunnel opened, and so it was renamed in his honor. Question two. Uluru and Katachuda, two sacred sites for the Aboriginal people of Australia, are located just over 200 miles from what nearest large town, the third largest town in the Northern Territory, which is located near the geographic center of Australia? Can? No. Is that... I wish I could say it. Give another answer, but anyway... <laughs> No. What was that? Was that not your answer or was that your answer? It was, but I would like another guess. <laughs> you know, what, what but I'm you? not going to. No, it, why don't you take another guess? Another guess. Um, the geographic center of Australia. Uh, okay, I actually don't have another guess. Okay. Matthew? Uh, um, <laughs> I'm not up on my Australian geography, but. What I'm are you just doing? Gonna, mm. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I'll I'll just say Perth. I know it's wrong. <laughs> well, Perth is on the coast. I am aware. <laughs> as as is Cairns. Uh, Off center. This is Alice Springs. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Alice Springs. Yeah, Alice Springs is located 931 miles south of the capital of the Northern Territory, Darwin, and 952 miles north of Adelaide in South hmm. Australia. Question three. Napoleon Bonaparte was defeated for the final time by the Duke of Wellington at the Battle of What, which is now an idiom, meaning one has met their final and decisive outcome, usually a failure. Oh, I've never heard of the saying, Battle of... Hmm. I feel like this is like Mad Libs. I'm trying to figure, fill in the right word for this. Um, I honestly don't know. The Battle of the Bands. <laughs> Not quite. Right. Matthew? Waterloo, <laughs> I was defeated. You won the war. So that's a yes. saying. That's is, this is the Battle of Waterloo. Yes. Was, ah, okay. That was his Waterloo. Yeah, Metcher Waterloo is. Ah. The, yeah. Cool. Or Napoleon's Waterloo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Question four: 
Before the annual Belmont Stakes, it is tradition to play a signature song of what Rat Pack singer honoring the city near which the race takes place? Rat Pack, sing Brack, Rat Pack Singers. Um, hmm. Guys, to be honest, I don't know. Okay. Matthew? I'll go with the most famous Rat Pack singer, Frank Sinatra. That's correct. Okay. Yes. It'd be helpful to know that the Belmont Stakes is located uh, just outside of New York City. And hmm. so the song that they play is, of course, New York, the New theme York. from New York, New York. Mm. Yes. Which is what? Which is What is the theme from New York? Start spreading the news. Oh, yeah, sweet. Okay. I'm leaving today. I wanna. I could go, <laughs> I could go all night. <laughs> and finally, question five. What is the name given to a tin or jar of tea and also refers to the person who carries your bag during a round of golf? Caddy? Correct. It comes from caddy, which is a unit of measure in Southeast Asia. And according to imperialteagarden.com, in the past, tea caddies were equipped with a lock and key. Hmm. Prob probably because tea at one point was very, very, very expensive. Well, that's the end of round three. So Mason, can you please give us a score update? All right, so Matthew scored 90 points in that round, and Maya scored 75. That means that Matthew is now at 250 points on the day, and Maya is at 115 points. All right, it's now time for our final round. We're very close to figuring out who is going to move on to face Jasper in the semifinals. And so, Mason, can you please explain the rules for round four? Uh, so round four is our showdown. The two players will be asked to write down their answers to the same three questions. Correct answers are worth 40 points. All righty. Matthew, Maya, are you ready? Yes. yes. Question one. Convicted of espionage in 1951... What couple became the first civilians to be executed by the federal government for such charges? Whoa. Do we have answers? Guesses? Matthew? I wrote, I wrote down the Rosenbergs. Maya? I said Bonnie and Clyde, which is no, it's not true. No, they were already dead. Uh, this was Julius and Ethel Rosenberg. Julius was recruited by a Soviet handler while working for the Army Signal Corps. He passed classified documents relating to the Manhattan Project to the Soviets. Wow. Ethel's, Ethel's involvement has been brought into question, and there have actually been numerous attempts to get her a posthumous pardon. Wow. Question two. William Goldman won two Academy Awards for writing the screenplays for Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and All the President's Men before writing the screenplay for what 1987 cult classic comedy? Do we have answers? I don't have one. I have a guess. Well, okay. if I don't, you go first. <laughs> I want to Matthew. hear that. <laughs> I said the Princess Bride. Maya. I did not have an answer or a guess. Okay. It was the Princess Bride. Goldman said, quote, I've gotten more responses on the Princess Bride than everything else I've done put together. All kinds of strange outpouring letters. Something in the Princess Bride affects people. And oh. it is a great movie. It's one so of good. One of I my favorites. Finally, question three. What nurse earned the nickname the Lady with the Lamp while caring for injured soldiers in the Crimean War? Crimean War. Do we have an answer? 
guesses. Was her name Rose? No. <laughs> okay. No. Matthew. I just wrote down Mother Teresa. <laughs> no, Mother Teresa wasn't alive yet, I don't think. Okay. This is, this is Florence Nightingale. Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. She was notable for her work for professionalizing nursing roles for women and her advocacy in general for women in the workforce. Was she Crimean? Was she like where was she? No, she was she was British. Oh. Uh, the Brits were over there, you know, doing whatever. Doing the things, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she went over and was caring for soldiers. And there's a big famous uh, portrait of her with the with the lamp. Hmm. So going to check on the soldiers in the middle of the night. Well, that's the end of the game. So Mason, can you please tell us the final score? All right. So Matthew scored 80 points in that final round. Well, Maya scored is zero. So that means hmm. officially the, the final score is... Matthew at 330, Maya at 115. Well, congratulations, Matthew. You have won, and you'll be moving on to the semifinals. Do you have anything you'd like to say? Um, thanks to my Earl Grey tea for getting me through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited to, excited to join again. It'll be fun. Any fighting words for, uh, for Jasper? Um, I'm excited to see you, Jasper. It's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I was expecting something a lot meaner. Okay, well... <laughs> Were you really? No. <laughs> uh. Well, that's our show for this week, folks. Thank you, Matthew and Maya, for being on the show today, as well as Mason Cook for being our guest scorekeeper and for composing the music and contributing some questions, basically doing everything that I don't want to do. And thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. And check out our Facebook and Instagram pages at Trivia Over Tea. And feel free to message us there if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show. Or if you'd like to submit any questions. And tune in next week when we'll continue the Tournament of Champions with our first semifinal featuring Phoebe and Sophie. We'll have 33 fantastic questions for that. And we hope to see you next week. Bye.